You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love. Hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's Saturday. He's armed with a week's worth of talking points and got up early for your listening pleasure. So kick back and enjoy all the immensity, the potency, and the intensity that is The Robin Lundberg Show. Here's the man so charismatic, we named the show after him, Robin Lundberg. It is The Robin Lundberg Show, coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. When you need certainty in the home buying process with a loan that fits your life, Rocket can. Um, I guess there is... Some degree of joy and comfort and excitement in the certainty that people and fans get when an NFL schedule is released. Uh, you know, that's where I want to start today because the uh, almost like euphoria around the release of the NFL schedule was palpable the other day. And you know, it's, it's funny because... In previous years, I used to sort of mock the idea of how um, amped and big an event the NFL schedule release was. Just because, like, I didn't know what was so exciting about it. Like, you kind of already knew in your division which teams you're going to play, right? And then you knew what other division you were playing going into the schedule release. So, you a good idea of what teams your team would play or a team would play and therefore was it that exciting to see it's going to happen on September whatever or November whatever I, I just never quite got the hysteria especially given uh how many months away it is maybe I you know it's because I'm not like a season ticket person or something like that that probably factors in, you know, your planning, your life, and your schedule around football if you do that. Um, but this year, this year was a little different. I was a little, like, caught up in it. Um, and I know it wasn't done in, in such a, um, what's the word for it, like, uh, all-at-once fashion, right? It wasn't uh, a clean release. It was, it was leaks. I remember waking up, I think it was Wednesday morning. And I woke up and, and you see like reports about, all right, so-and-so game might happen here and so-and-so game might happen here. I, I, the first one I saw, I believe, was about the, the opener, the uh, Buccaneers and the Cowboys. Dak Prescott, first look at him since we've talked about his contract for 100 consecutive days. Um, you know, that one and the Chiefs and the Browns, 
good game, obviously. Packers and Saints. We don't know what's going to happen with the, the quarterback situations there. I saw Matt LaFleur say that the Packers want Aaron Rodgers back in the worst way. Um, the Bears and the Rams with that the Sunday night game. So I was seeing all those individually and, and keeping up with that. And it was sort of fun. It was, you know, and, and, I, and I think the reason why, because I, I was going to say for some reason I was more into it this year. I, I think I know the reason why. The reason why is, you know, as we're moving in the, the correct direction with COVID, right? Uh, you know, we even got the, the mask off uh, signal the other day. The um, season feels like a return to normalcy almost. Because last year, remember, remember leading up to the NFL season last year? How much of the and they got through it and, and kudos to them, and and actually I think they didn't get enough credit for how well they they probably navigated it in, in retrospect. They got criticized a lot, um, but everybody was you know having issues. It was it, the way it is. It was a global pandemic and and obviously it's affected all of our lives. But this year, it it's almost like instead of the way it was last year, where you were talking all the time about. Can they make it through the season? What are the protocols going to be? Should there be a season? Blah, 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 blah. This year, there's none of that. This year, it's business as usual. And maybe that's why. Maybe that's why that schedule release felt so uh, almost um, therapeutic. Therapeutic. Because I think by then, especially, things will start to... You know, there's a psychological effect this is going to have on a lot of people. Uh, no question, right? Like having been in, in certain places for so long, not functioning around other people for so long. Uh, you know, you get used to certain patterns too. So I'm not saying, you know, like everybody can't wait to go back to their offices or, or whatnot. But just that that ease of of, oh, yeah, okay. You know there 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 will be another side of this, and and it won't be something you have to worry about as much. And the NFL schedule release sort of feels that way, not directly. I don't think it's like people were thinking about COVID when the NFL schedule was released, but like subconsciously, indirectly, it 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 felt that way. I think, and people were excited about it, and I thought it was cool, and I was into it. And all that. But there was still one aspect of the NFL schedule release that I found a little uh, humorous. Not like there's anything wrong with it, but just humorous when it comes to the reaction. And that was the one game on the schedule that was talked about more than any other game on the schedule. The one that is surely already the most talked about game in the history of May. <laughs> and that is the New England Patriots and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Buccaneers and the Patriots. Tom Brady against Bill Belichick. And, you know, it's hilarious because... It's five months away. It's five months away. 
And people are treating it like the most important game in the history of the sport. You know? Brady. Belichick. <laughs> Tampa Bay. Versus the Patriot way. You know, like, acting as if, if Brady loses that game, his Super Bowl doesn't count anymore. And if Belichick loses that game, his entire coaching career is now rendered fraudulent. It's, it no longer counts. It's only 143 days and 143,000 takes away. Brady and Belichick, the showdown. Just the hype around that, like, already. It was like, whoa. Because <laughs> you know why? It's not that important. It's, you know, it, it's not only is it not that important in the sense that it's um one of 17 games now. I was going to say one of 16. That's going to always take some getting used to. But there's not much at stake. I mean, it's it's interesting. It's cool. Trust me. I want to see it. I will watch it. It may be amongst the highest rated games or whatever whatever measuring stick they use when it happens. But, again, it's, it's not happening until you'll be getting your Halloween costume ready when, when that game is, is going to be played. I think it's October 3rd. And it, it's not as if it's, you know, loser retires match. And, and Brady, you know, the thing about it is Brady's already done it. You know, the whole thing about Brady going to Tampa Bay, I don't know what all of his reasons were, right? Like, there could have been... We attach these reasons to it, and we don't know every personal reason. You know, there's various reasons somebody makes a decision. A lot of things factor into it. But from, like, the big-picture evaluation standpoint, if you were to look at Brady's career before he left for Tampa... And you were you were to say, you know, what's missing? I mean, really nothing, right? Like, before he even left, nothing. He was already the family feud answer for greatest quarterback of all time. Already. He already, you know, had come back from 28-3. to 3. That, that, I think, was the, uh, like, the moment that, that sort of solidified it with the Patriots. He'd already won all those Super Bowls in New England, the six Super Bowls, and had a winning season every single damn year. I mean, the, the one regret he would look back on and say is, and I don't even know if you call it a regret because it's not wasn't by choice, but losing to the Giants. You know, that, that was the thing that, that haunted him or whatnot. But if you could construct anything at that time, if you could say there was anything that, you know, Brady needed to do, the one thing you would say is, or the one thing some people would say is that, you know, how would he do away from New England? Is he a product of Belichick? Is he a product of the system, a system QB? And when he went to Tampa, to be quite frank, I didn't know if we'd get the answer to that question. Because let's say he'd gone to Tampa and failed, I would have chalked that up possibly not to him being a system quarterback, but to him being old. And in that sense, it was a big risk, right? Because a lot of people, I think, if, if he had gone to Tampa and it not worked out, a lot of people would have said, oh, look what happened to Brady away from Belichick. Or look what happened to Brady, you know, out of that New England system. Instead, the guy won the Super Bowl. I mean, it's almost hard to even fathom now. So 
There's nothing at stake for Tom Brady other than bragging rights. Like, nothing. He already did the, the one thing that could possibly do, like, that should shut anybody up for the history of time. He did it. Like, it should shut everybody up for the history of time. Whether you love, hate the guy or whatnot, it doesn't matter. It just is what it is. And then from the, the Belichick side of things, I guess you could say there's more of a, a pressure on him to win that game because the the Patriots season did not go great last year. And then they retooled this offseason, spent a lot of money in free agency. There was a little bit of uh, you know talk about how he would do in the draft. And I think there's an expectation for the Patriots to get back on track some. But I don't think that has to come in that game against Tampa Bay. You know, I don't think that that's the the one game that's going to determine whether or not, you know, the the Patriots are on the right course. It's going to be hyped. You know, the the amount of pregame coverage and, and talking head coverage and sports radio talk coverage like you're hearing right now. Yeah, it's going to be through the roof. That is that is without question. But the way it was treated this week, when you saw it, it was almost as if the the game had more meaning in people's minds than it's going to have. Because it's a it's a fun matchup. It's a battle of almost like egos in a sense. It's interesting, you know to talk about, but I do think Tom Brady winning the Super Bowl let the air out of it a little bit. I mean, if if Brady hadn't won the Super Bowl and Tampa was had the similar record to New England or was just a little bit better than New England or lost in the first round or something, then it, I, I think it would have even more, you know, hype around it. Because then you could go, all right, you know, both of them are on the same playing field away from each other. How's this going to go? Instead, Brady won the Super Bowl, because so there's literally nothing he has to do. Nothing. And then for Belichick, it's more about how the Patriots perform as a whole this season rather than whether they can beat the Buccaneers in this one game. I mean, no matter what, again, Belichick's going to go down as one of the greatest coaches of all time. But if the Patriots come out and stink up the joint this year, I do think you're going to hear a fair amount of people who have something to say about whether or not, you know, Brady was actually the guy who carried that entire relationship. I mean, I get it. I get why people were talking about it. I just found the level of hype a little amusing, given how far away the game is still. You know, it's five months away. 140, well, it was, was 143 days. I said 143 days and 143,000 takes. That was from... The day, I guess that was from Thursday. So it's two more days, 141 days. Still at least 143,000 takes, though. Could be a lot of takes going into that game. What do you think? Are, are you, like, you know, that excited about that one specific game? The uh, Patriots and the Buccaneers? Will it determine the fate of the universe? 855 855-212-4227. 4227 at Robin Ludberg on Twitter. That's R O B I N L U N D B E R G. Want to remind you today on CBS, the PGA Tour is in Texas. 
with a fantastic field, including Spieth, Matsuyama, and Kepka, competing at the Byron Nelson Championship. Live coverage begins at 3 Eastern, 12 Pacific, Saturday on CBS. Today, that is, on CBS. So how excited were you about the NFL schedule release? Have you, you know, decided that you're just going to hunker down and, and try to go to sleep until that Patriots-Buccaneers game? Or, you know, just so it gets here faster. Or, you know, are you excited about other games too? There was another story out of the NFL this week that got a big reaction, like a really big reaction. And just like with the the Brady and Belichick thing, I would call it an overreaction. People were feeling a, a certain way about a player who actually isn't even in the NFL right now. We'll get to that coming up as well. 855-212-4227. It is the Robin Lundberg Show, and it's here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Robin Lundberg is on the air. You're welcome. Here's Robin Lundberg. I don't know what else to tell you. 855-212-4227. Talking about the NFL schedule release from this week. The hype around Brady versus Belichick. The biggest game in the history of May. (laughs) I mean, the game's in October. But as far as, like, being talked about... I just was, it was hilarious seeing people preview like what their records are going to be leading into that game and, and all this stuff, you know, what it's going to mean. It ain't going to mean nothing, <laughs> to be honest with you. It's going to mean one team's going to, one team's going to win, one team's going to lose, and one team will improve their record, and one team's record will not be improved after that game. Um, but once Brady won that Super Bowl with Tampa Bay, what else are you going to say? There's nothing on the line for the guy. For Belichick, I don't really think there's anything on the, the line per se. I, I do think Belichick obviously could stand to have a, a better season in New England with the Patriots this year than he did last year. I mean, that's not that controversial a statement, I don't think. But uh, as far as um, the whole, like, o- overall meaning of it, I, I don't, I, I, you know, <laughs> it's just for hype. Cool. People are hyped about it. That's great. Um, you know, I, I would never spit in the face of people being hyped about something in the industry that I that I work in. That's like, uh, you know, not <laughs> um, that's not smart. Doesn't behoove me to be that way. Doesn't behoove me to to thumb my nose. Is that what you do? You thumb your nose? How do you thumb your nose? You, you put your thumb to your nose? I, is that do I have to even have the the phrase right? Thumb your nose. Let me look. Thumb your nose. Meaning, why would that? Uh, I guess it's just you like make a silly face when you put your thumb to your nose, but it's to show very clearly that you do not like something. I would not thumb my nose at that. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. All right. Uh, I also said 
before the break, there was something else that I believe got a reaction that was an overreaction that was not in line with uh, what what was really out there <laughs> and and what the, the story actually was. And that was um, Tim Tebow and the Jacksonville Jaguars from earlier this week where the reports came out. I don't even think it's ever even happened yet. I don't think it's uh, official yet. Um, but when you, you talk about Tebow getting this possible tryout with the Jaguars, basically brought in uh, to get a look at tight end, and people were angry about it. Angry about it. And to be honest, I, I didn't see it. Not that I have, you know, I just don't have strong, that strong a feeling about Tim Tebow, I guess. And also, you know, I thought this was more a Urban Meyer story than a Tim Tebow story. You know, Urban Meyer has this relationship with Tim Tebow, obviously, going back to to Florida, and is giving his guy a shot. And, you know, I've never heard so many people clamor for the, the last man on the roster before, you know, like taking an t- opportunity away from somebody else. I, I never heard that, like, to this degree. It's because Tebow is a name, because Tebow is, is famous, right? And there's also a, a lot of, um, you know, stuff that was brought in that, that I don't think uh, made any sense. Like the Colin Kaepernick connection to Tim Tebow, there, there's not really a connection between Colin Kaepernick and Tim Tebow, those things are not related. I don't think anybody helped make any points by bringing up Kaepernick in regards to Tebow because I I just don't think those there's a parallel there. Uh, you know, with, with Kaepernick, we've we've talked about that. I've talked about that for for years now, years, right? I you know I I fully supported um, what Kaepernick did uh, immediately. Never once did I not. From jump, I thought Kaepernick was blackballed from the NFL, and it was wrong, and he was wronged. But a lot has, you know, changed between now and then. Not changing, you know, the the facts of the matter. What I said is is a fact through eternity, or or what I believe to be the case for eternity. But you know, we're we're years out from that now, and Colin Kaepernick has sort of become something else. In, in the culture and 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 I think um, perhaps in his own you know life and and the the uh, things he's embarked on there was the whole thing about his that that tryout he almost had and the uh, controversy about the contract they wanted him to sign but that's a whole separate issue right like and it's an ugly um, part of the NFL's history I think at this point now but I I also don't believe it's at the same level that it was a few years back because so much time has passed because they had a court battle. He, you know, they settled for whatever they settled in, in court. He didn't go to that tryout because he didn't want to sign what they wanted to sign. And he, you know, has started his own thing. And, and, and I, I kind of believe we're just kind of, you know, it's all right to be upset about it. It's all right to, to not like the way that went down forever, but I, I'm not sure how relevant it is even by itself in the current times. But it's certainly not relevant in comparison to Tebow, who's going to be playing tight end, not quarterback. 
Colin Kaepernick's a quarterback. Tim Tebow, you know, Colin Kaepernick, the problem was he was better than, you know, a lot of quarterbacks out there and wasn't getting a chance at that time to play quarterback. Tim Tebow refused to not play quarterback. People wanted him to be a tight end back in the day, and he didn't convert to tight end. He instead became a baseball player or something, whatever you want to call it. And, you know, this isn't a case, you know, of a a relationship with Kaepernick also because of what I said about Erman Meyer. It's nepotism. Not anything else other than that. Nepotism, you know, who you know. That's why Tebow's getting that shot and that crack to do it. And as far as Tebow himself goes, I mean, the guy's – people act like he's the biggest bum who ever lived. That's not exactly fair. He was one of the greatest college players ever. Uh, He had a a nice little run at the NFL until it was, you know, eventually uh, the slipper turned back into a pumpkin. Is that how the thing works in Cinderella? You know what I mean. Uh, And because Pete couldn't throw. You know, eventually you got to be able to throw the ball a little bit to play quarterback. Uh, He goes to play professional baseball at a higher level than most people play baseball, to be quite frank, even though. Obviously, he wasn't major league caliber. Um, so, Tebow's a heck of an athlete. I, I'm, I wouldn't doubt the fact that he could, you know, pick up on, on stuff at that position with his size and, and coordination and everything. Do I think he's going to make the team? We will see. Am I angry that he could get a invite to camp? Not really. I, I You know, I haven't got angry at, like, a rugby player who gets a tryout or whatever over the years. I I just think this has a lot more to do with the coverage that Tebow has received over the years than it does with this specific um, story. You know, what's happening now. I think it has a lot more to do with how Tebow has been covered from really when he got into the NFL until now than it does with now. You're listening to The Robin Lundberg Show on CBS Sports Radio. You know, South Park once did this Britney Spears episode back when she had, like, shaved her head. And there was this whole hysteria of what's wrong with Britney and, you know, it's Britney crazy or, or whatever. And I, I believe um, there's just a documentary. There's a Britney Spears documentary that I haven't seen yet, but it sort of dealt with that. Um, and the, the coverage that she received. But the basic theme of it was that we build people up and tear them down. Like, and, and then, you know, Miley Cyrus was the next one that they were going to sacrifice on that episode. And to me, it, it showed the reaction people can have to overexposure. And that is what I really think has happened with Tim Tebow. People are just sick of hearing about him. And therefore, that leads to an emotional response that isn't in line with the actual situation at hand. You know, um, I just can't find myself 
that upset that Tim Tebow could get an invite to possibly try out to possibly make the Jacksonville Jaguars at tight end. Is it silly? Maybe. Uh, you know, let's see. Let's see what happens. That would be my take on, on it. We'll see. <laughs> you know, but people are really angry about it. And, and again, I, I think they're bringing in situations like Colin Kaepernick that really aren't related uh, to this in any way. I don't think it's much of a productive conversation because I, I don't think there's a real rational thread that connects the, the two. Uh, or they're they're upset for the, the, the would-be Jacksonville Jaguar who won't make the team because Tebow's there. Tebow's not guaranteed a roster spot. And I, I don't think most people know you know, who these people are who aren't getting a shot or are getting a shot, and I've never heard really people talk about that before. I think they just have heard about Tebow since what he did with the Broncos, and he became a meme, and he was, you know, a big, big talking point, and then he goes to play baseball, and it feels like to them that's the sideshow, uh, and now he's back, and he's getting a chance that other people don't get, and he was a broadcaster, and he, he, he said something um, – I believe about like college athletes and, and getting paid about a year or so back that was uh, caught him some backlash. Um, and he just has been out there forever. And people are like, I don't want to hear about Tim Tebow anymore. Like that's their, they, I'm tired of this guy. Go away. That's basically like, right. Go away, Tebow. And that emotion um, is warping, you know, the reaction people have to what is a fairly mundane story. Like, a nothing story. If anything, it's an Urban Meyer story because Urban Meyer is now like he's put the spotlight on the Jaguars a few times before he's ever coached a game. You know, he he hires the Chris Doyle, the strength and conditioning coach, who was out at Iowa for uh you know some accusations of that are very serious, right? That uh, uh made a strength and conditioning coach hire controversial when no one would care about a strength and conditioning coach hire the backlash to that eventually leads to that not even happening and now in a a far less uh serious matter Tebow is coming in and and the attention's on Urban Meyer again and if anything I think it it might put a little uh more pressure on Meyer to succeed quickly because he he has kind of run the thing like it's a college program so far and you you forget he hasn't even coached a game yet, the amount he's been talked about. But as far as uh, it being a big deal, I just I just don't see it. I, I don't understand where the, the reaction to Tebow came from. I mean, I do understand. I just explained what I think happened. But I don't believe the reaction is, is in line with the actual, you know, happenstance, what's actually taking place. 855-212-4227, 855-212-4227. Let's go to Sam in Canton, Ohio. Sam, you're up first here on the Robin Lindbergh Show on CBS Sports Radio. What's going on? Hey, Robin. Thanks for taking my call. Robin, uh, the past week, and I don't know if you saw the article or not, but Nancy Armour wrote a, uh, a piece about this in USA Today. And in it, she basically questioned uh, pretty strongly Urban Meyer's, uh, uh, you know, selection or choice of bringing, you know, Tim Tebow in for an opportunity, you know, to play a tight end position. Mm -hmm. 
And, you know, like you, I, I don't understand what all the uproar is about. And uh, and she uh, also in the article kind of connected it with the Colin Kaepernick thing. And um, we have a local uh, a local radio station here who plays a nationally syndicated talk show uh uh, for three hours in the afternoon every uh, day during the week. And these three guys speculated. They made the comment, quote, unquote, they said, you know, uh, the fact that Tim Tebow is catching all the heat that he's catching uh, and everybody who's associated with this uh, is because Tim Tebow isn't black uh, and because of his faith uh, and, uh, you know, because he loves America and because he isn't gay. And that if he were any of the, you know, uh, that if he were any of these things, that there wouldn't be a problem. And uh, I know this is a bit controversial, but I would like to ask you the question, you know, if Urban Meyer had brought in uh, an ex-player who was black, would there be all the kickback on this that there is right now? And I appreciate your taking my call. You know, there. this is one of those situations I don't think has anything to do with race. Uh, you know, I, I, I am not shying away from racial discussions. I never have. I, I think anybody who's listened to this show knows that, right? Um, the Colin Kaepernick thing, let me start there for a second because that's sort of in a way connected to what you're saying. Colin Kaepernick, people, there are some people who are going to bring that up no matter what, right? Like, because they're angry about it. And, and sure. some of that anger is righteous right because because of what happened uh, i personally again i think because of everything that's happened between what originally happened with kaepernick and where we're at now i don't think that situation is quite the same as it once was and and, and i just no longer devote my energy to it because i i don't think it it, it is uh productive and and i don't think it's actually the relevant thing of now for a variety of reasons but I do think he was totally wronged when it first went down, and I understand when people are angry about that and they, they carry that righteous anger. And, and for a while, I was bringing it up all the time too when somebody would get a shot. How, how does Ka- Kaepernick not get a shot? I just think we're kind of past that, but there are some people who are going to want to remind the NFL of that forever, and that's fine. But that doesn't have anything to do with Tim Tebow here because that was – about what we know it was about. Kaepernick protests, the backlash or whatever, people being afraid of it, whatever may or may not have taken place, the battle he had with the the NFL and the quarterback position specifically. Tim Tebow is coming in to be tight end. Uh, Robin, he's not coming the in. Thing to, of hold it on. Is. I, 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 I want to get to what you said. To, yeah. I, you, you can hang on and, and, okay. and respond after I'm done. But I, I'm, I know I'm being a little long-winded here, but I'm trying no, to that's all right. this whole thing. Uh Tebow's not coming in to play quarterback. So in that sense, it's just not related, right? It's not another person getting a chance to play quarterback when Kaepernick's not getting a chance to play quarterback. And on top of that, Urban Meyer's the guy. We know the connection there. We know why. We know the why. So you don't even have to figure – that's that's clear. It's, it's clear as day why it's happening. So it's just not related. As far as Tim Tebow being a white guy or being a Christian, I'm not religious at all. Right, like I've never been religious my entire life. I'm only sharing that for the context of this. It doesn't matter. Do you? Uh, you know, as whatever makes people happy, whatever helps them get through life. As long as you're not affecting other people, do your thing. Whatever that may be. 
Um, but so so it's not as if I naturally gravitate to any of the religious stuff that Tim Tebow might say or even, you know, the genuflecting he does. That's not my thing. Um, so I'm not having a, a negative reaction to him. And I'm sure there are a lot of people like me. It, it, it's So I don't think it's about his religion. I don't think it's about him being a white guy or not being a white guy. I think it's totally about the fact that he's been put in, you know, he's been talked about so much. He's been discussed so much over the years that people just are kind of sick of him and they want him to go away. Like I said, that reaction to the overexposure. And, and I kind of think it's as, as simple as that. And then therefore, like it's not a real rea- uh, it's not a rational response. Because it doesn't really have anything to do with Tebow specifically. I don't know. I, I've uh, Tebow himself. Maybe he's addicted to being part of a team. Maybe he, he's addicted to chasing a dream. Maybe you know he does like the limelight. I have no idea what Tim Tebow's internal motivation is for this situation. But I, I really don't think it's as complex as everybody's making it out to be. I think the reason it's happening is because his connection with Urban Meyer. And the reason you're seeing so much uproar about it is people are, are having a response that they can't quite put their finger on because they're just tired of Tim Tebow. And they're like, why is this guy still around? And, and, and therefore, it, it's coming out the way it's coming out. You know, the thing of it is, Robin, uh, you know, obviously there's a very strong connection between Urban Meyer and, and Tim Tebow. And and whether you think that that loyalty is misplaced or other people think that loyalty is misplaced or not, uh, it exists. And ultimately, Urban Meyer is going to be the one who is held accountable for the choices that he makes as a coach, whether in this situation or in all the others that, you know, are going to come come as he, uh, you know, uh, runs the Jacksonville Jaguars. And and I'm just kind of surprised at at, at this amount of outcry. Over, over, you know, someone like a Tim Tebow, but who by all accounts is an upright guy, has lived a clean life, has never done anything controversial, and uh, is just being given a chance. And it's hard for me to understand. I, I mean, look, I agree. It's, 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 uh, it seems out of proportion. <laughs> Thanks for the call. It really, it certainly seems out of proportion. I, I, I I'm with you in in that regard. I, I you know, I, I don't know Tebow. I, well, I mean, I. I uh, I once judged a, or, or reviewed, I guess, a Victoria's Secret fashion show with Tim Tebow in Herald Square in Manhattan. It was, uh, we were on like some sort of float. This is when he first got into the NFL. So I, I did hang out with Tim Tebow that afternoon. Pleasant enough guy. But that's, that's about all. And look, Tebow's not my person. The, the stuff Tebow says and blah, 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 his, his whole like, rah-rah thing it's not for me that's not really you know the the kind of thing I vibe with or or relate to so I'm not some sort of Tebow stan trust me I whatever I just rationally can see you know the guy's a pretty damn good athlete (laughs) you can't say that's not true right uh and we know why he has a connection here and I just don't think it's that big a deal (laughs) so I'm not gonna be like angry about it um and, and I guess because of what I, you know, what I do for a living, I mean, a lot of these people get talked about. You know, LeBron James gets something similar in a sense where he's just been talked about so much that I think people have an irrational response to LeBron. I mean, clearly LeBron's, you know, 
inarguably one of the greatest players, if not the greatest player of all time. I'm not starting the argument. I, you know, I think he's the best ever, whatever. And that's the reason he gets covered so much is because we all, in our heart of hearts, know how great he is. But whenever anybody's talked about that much for that, you know, that often, it, it starts to bring a, a, a response from people. And you notice it, like an irrational response from people because they, they are, are just, you know, they, they almost aren't associating this person as a human being more as like this talking point figure. Uh, and, and Tebow's not quite on LeBron's level as far as much as he's been talked about, but he's, he's not that far down the, the, the list. You know, because when, when Tebow mania was going on, people were, were going nuts about it. And he never quite has, you know, rode off into the sunset, whether that be announcing or baseball and now trying to get back in the NFL. And, and I think just that the totality of whatever it is that built up in people about hearing about Tebow so often or, or you know, uh, seeing Tebow so often is now being released in, in in a sense because it also is like you know when you get a um slow news cycle these things can happen and uh, i i talked about this before but it's i think to me a function of social media and the pandemic and the the lifestyle that so many of us have lived for a while let me let me expand on that thought coming up in, in just a second because Another day, another outrage. That's that's the way I would sum it up quickly. But uh, I'll articulate that a little further coming up. What do you think about Tim Tebow possibly getting a shot with the Jacksonville Jaguars? 855-212-4227. 855-212-4227. At Robin Lundberg on Twitter. That's R-O-B-I-N-L-U-N-D-B-E-R-G. It is the Robin Lundberg Show, and it's here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.